this song come into your mind, remember that then God is speaking to you that he will take care. Amen. Amen. He does take care. He does take care. My mother was a strong believer. My father didn't know God. But my mother was a strong believer. When she was alive, I played with God. But when she died, but I got to know God. But when she was alive, she was worried if I would know God. You see, when she died, God has taken care of me. I've rather been saved. Amen. And I know God. So God will take care of you. Believe it. Amen. Someone give the Lord a clap of me. Once again, I welcome all of you to today's service. It's a special service today. Amen. Because today we are celebrating seven years of God's goodness. The seventh anniversary of the Lord. Uh, people are different. Families are different. Churches are different. And our story is also different. But with us as a church, if it, is, it hasn't been God on our side, we won't be here. It has been God. And the way I see things, it will only be God with us. Because for us, all we have is God. We didn't have a plan to start the church. It's God that says start the church. At the right time, one day I will show you, see that our color used to be red, our logo used to be blue, and the color used to be red, background. And the Lord, after almost like a year, said to me, your color, the color of my church is not red. It is green. Change blue to green. <laughs> one day I'll show you the old logos. you see it. Amen. So it's been the Lord. Amen. We've trusted and hope and just obey the Lord. Amen. It's that simple. Amen. And whenever we celebrate, we are telling God that what we are celebrating is not a small thing. We are telling God that we are grateful. We are telling God that with us, it is what? Important what? To us. Seven years. By human standard, it hasn't been easy. Amen. I say so because whenever I look back, I realize how did we manage to go through that season? But that moment went through because God was with us and he's still with us. Amen. So today is a special service in the sense that we are celebrating. So if you are here, you are blessed. And I believe today we'll go into the archives of heaven. There is archives of heaven because when you read Revelation, it said the dead in the Lord, their works follow them. When you read Revelation throughout the Bible, it says that there's a book that the works, our works are being what? Written what? Down. It says everyone will be rewarded according to the works written in those books. Amen. So, because today in the morning when I look back, I could see people who that moment they made a lot of difference to this church. When I was that moment, I didn't realize it. But looking back, you can see clearly. Now, it makes me understand that scripture. I believe in the archives of eternity regarding devotional life church, their names will be written down. And I believe many of us here, there, there, there are archives. There are archives. Amen. Jesus, when they were complaining that the woman has spent all the, uh, the oil 
and Jesus that that money could affect the poor for the year. Jesus said, leave her, but for this that she has done, her name will be written and this story will be read by all generations. It was written down. So there are archives. And when you get to heaven, that's the archive that will come up. Amen. Amen. And I believe you will be part of those archives. Amen. Amen. Today, we are going to use today, as I did announce, to honor the workers of Devotional Life Church. Because it's not a small thing for people to work for God. It is the only way that you get opposed both spiritually and physically. And it is the only way in a certain sense you don't get paid for it and they don't promise you money to do it. So it's not a small thing. And the Bible is clear on that. It says we are to honor those who work hard among us. We've always wanted to honor the members. We, are, we always honor them. But officially as a church, we've never been in a position that we can honor them as we are coming to do today. But this year, by God's provision, we are in a place that we can honor our workers. So we will take the opportunity to honor the workers. Then after we have, we have drinks and sandwiches and dessert at the back, we will all help ourselves uh, to eat just to celebrate. Amen. So I wouldn't like to take much time. But there's an interesting scripture in Genesis 48. I want us to look at it. Genesis 48, amen. And by Genesis 48, by Genesis 48, um, the Lord want, to tell, want me to tell you that there is, there is the other way. There's a way called the other way. Amen. Not another way. Note, not another way, but other way. Amen. Amen. Other way. Amen. So Genesis 48. And let's start reading, please. Genesis 48. Let's start reading from the 1 to 20. 1 to 20. Let, let, let's read. Amen. Mm-hmm. Genesis 48, 1 to 20. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass after these things that one told Joseph, Behold, thy father is sick. And he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And one told Jacob and said, Behold, thy son Joseph cometh unto thee. And Israel strengthened himself and sat upon the bed. And Jacob said unto Joseph, God Almighty appeared unto me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me. And said unto me, Behold, I will make thee fruitful and multiply thee, and I will make of thee a multitude of people, and I will give this land to thy seed after thee for an everlasting possession. And now thy two sons, thy two sons Ephraim and Manasseh, which were born unto thee in the land of Egypt before I came unto thee in Egypt, are mine. As Reuben and Simeon, they shall be mine. And thy issue, which thou begettest after them, shall be thine, and shall be called after the name of their brethren in their inheritance. And as for me, when I came from Padan, Rachel died by me in the land of Canaan in the way, when yet there was but a little way to come unto Ephrath. And I buried her there in the way of Ephrath, the same as Bethlehem. And Israel beheld Joseph's sons and said, Who are these? And Joseph said unto his father, They are my sons, whom God had given me in this place. And he said, Bring them, I pray thee, unto me, and I will bless them. 
Now the eyes of Israel were dim for age, so that he could not see, and he brought them near unto him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said unto Joseph, I had not thought to see thy face, and lo, God hath shown me also thy seed. And Joseph brought them out from between his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand, toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand, toward Israel's right hand, and brought them near unto him. And Israel stretched out his hand, and laid it upon Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand upon Manasseh's head, guiding his hands wittingly, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph, and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk, the God which fed me all my life long unto this day, the angel which redeemed me from the evil, bless the lads, and let my name be named upon them, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him, and he held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head unto Manasseh's head. And Joseph said unto his father, Not so, my father, for this is the firstborn, put thy right hand upon his head. And his father refused and said, I know it, my son, I know it. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But truly, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his seed shall become a multitude of nations. And he blessed them that day, saying, In thee shall Israel bless, saying, God make thee as Ephraim and as Manasseh. And he set Ephraim before Manasseh. Amen. Amen. Wow. Something interesting there. So the scripture we read says, When Joseph, uh, when Jacob was about to die, his son Joseph went to see him. And the Bible said that when Joseph went to see Jacob, Jacob said to him that God appeared to him, Jacob, and what? Blessed what? Him. Amen. God himself blessed him and told him he would give him what? The promised land to him and what? His generation. Amen. The Bible said Jacob was blind. He couldn't what? See because of old age. Amen. Someone who wrestled with God now was blind. Mm -hmm. God did not heal the eyes. Left it. He died blind. It's part of God's mystery. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So the Bible said of a sudden Jacob who was blind remember when he went Joseph went the Bible said Jacob told Joseph that your two children that you gave birth to in Egypt Ephraim and Manasseh I'm taking these two children to be my children like Simon and Ko. so they are my children they are no more your children and say any child you have after these two children they are yours but Ephraim and Manasseh are mine Amen. Do you remember you read it? And the Bible said, the moment he said that to Jacob, he didn't know the children were dead. The Bible said, after he said that, he realized that the children were what? Dead. So he said, whose kids are there? And he said, this is Ephraim and what? Manasseh. And he said, bring them so that what? I bless them. And the Bible said, Joseph, who 
is a man of the spirit, brought Ephraim to the right hand of Jacob, and Manasseh to the what? Left arm of what? Jacob. Because who? Ephraim was what? The first child. Yeah. Because he said, bring them and let me bless them. So that meaning the right hand will go on the first child, the left hand. Note, Bible said Jacob was blind. But Bible said when Jacob reached to bless the children, Bible said he rather moved the right hand yeah. onto the left child. And the, uh, sorry, the last child. And the left hand onto the right child. Which is an error spiritually. Because we have something called first child blessing but we come to that and Joseph be a man of the spirit because Joseph was higher man of the spirit remember he told his brothers that don't you know a man like me can see by divination mm. so he understood spiritual matters mm. so Bible said Joseph was not what happy and he thought probably the, the father has made what a mistake because this father is blind we read that he was what blind and Bible said Joseph reached out to help the father <laughs> you see but what he forgot that the father is also spiritually high in fact he's so high that he stole a blessing <laughs> he stole the blessing of the brother isn't it? so he understood blessing so the son tried to correct the father that said father you can't do that you have to put the right hand on the first child which is what Ephraim and the Bible said Joseph said uh, Jacob said he refused to do that and he said I know I know what I'm doing I know my right hand is on the smaller one I know I have crossed my what right hand I know not, not it's not like a mistake but this is a blind man amen so he said I know and he refused and Bible say he went on to what bless them and Bible say he he transferred the blessing on him him onto Ephraim and what Manasseh note that blessing was supposed to go to his child because the blessing of Abraham was given to Isaac Isaac was given to what Jacob so Jacob blessing must go to what his son but this blessing was given to grandchildren Amen. But before he gave the blessing to grand, the grandchildren, let's not forget that he changed them from being grandchildren spiritually into being his first children. We, we read it, isn't it? So then he blessed them. Amen. He blessed them. Today my preaching is going to be very, very short comparatively. Amen. So, and he blessed them. But then he says something alarming something very alarming and i want us to read it again the genesis 48 amen uh, let's read the 20. amen genesis mm -hmm. um, 48 verse 20 again mm -hmm. and he blessed them that day saying in thee shall israel bless mm -hmm. saying god make thee as ephraim and as manasseh and he set ephraim before manasseh amen so, so this statement is alarming so note he said in thee, in your name. What version did you read? King James. NIV again. He said, in your name, in thee, meaning in the name, mm. in their name, in the name of what? Ephraim mm. and Manasseh, will Israel be blessed? Mm. And he said, bless Israel by saying in the name of Ephraim mm. and Manasseh. And he said, I have set, I have set 
Manasseh ahead of what? Ephraim. Because first Ephraim before Manasseh. And I said, I've placed Manasseh ahead of Ephraim. So first, in natural, in reality, Ephraim was the first child. So the first child came before the second. But Jacob said, now the second will come before the first child. I've placed the first child, Manasseh, Ephraim. Amen. But then he said, why it matters to us today is, he said, in their name, read the NIV square, say, in that name will we be Israel be blessed. Today, who is Israel? We are Israel. Israel. Mm. Read our scripture again. Amen. He blessed them that day and said, In your name will Israel pronounce this blessing. In your name, in the name of Manasseh and Ephraim, will Israel pronounce what? His blessing. So this is why, it's because of this statement, that is why this matters to us. Mm. We are children of Father Abraham, but without Jacob, we would not receive that blessing. Before that blessing became us, he moved to Isaac, to Jacob, to Manasseh, and what? Ephraim. And who is Israel? Today we are what? Israel. Amen. I want us to read a scripture so that we know that we are what? Israel. Because the Bible says now a Jew is not of the flesh or what? Of the spirit. So now when we say Israel, when we read the Bible and hear Israel, Christians are what? Israel. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's read this quickly. Amen. Romans chapter 2 verse 28 to 29. Amen. Romans chapter 2 verse 28 to 29. I want you to understand. So all the story we read why it matters to us is because of the statement Jacob make, made that in, in their name, in the name of Manasseh and Ephraim, Israel, what? Blessed. And he also put what? Manasseh ahead of what? Ephraim. Mm-hmm. So you, what does it mean to us? Amen. What are the consequences? What is God telling us? Amen. Uh, so you read yeah. Romans 2, 28, verse 29. Mm-hmm. Um, chapter 28 verse, 20, verse 28 to 29 mm-hmm. for he is not a Jew which is one outwardly neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh so Jew is another name for Israel so he said one is not a Jew because he was born as Jewish or Israel or, or by mother or father or by nationality mm-hmm. but who is a Jew mm-hmm. but he is a Jew which is one inwardly and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter in the spirit and by the spirit when you are born again you are born by the spirit so now we are israel when we talk the israel you know there's just a nation Mm. but when we we call israel israel is us christians are now what israel amen Amen. look at galatians chapter 3 verse 29 amen it also the reason why we are reading Galatians chapter 3 verse 29 it makes us understand that we are Abraham's what See. children mm-hmm. I want you to understand why that statement matters why that statement is important mm-hmm. amen mm-hmm. Galatians Please read it. chapter 3 verse 29 mm-hmm. and if ye be Christ then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise if ye be amen. Christ if you are Christian if you are saved then you are Abraham what seed and heirs to what the promise so is the promise that is we read that Jacob said that God gave him this blessing Amen. that he'll give to he and what his descendant and now he released this blessing not on Joseph not on Levi Levi was the first child but if you read it he cursed him 
he cursed him. So these two children became the first. So the baton was handed to them. They were the last people who received the baton. Because by them they became the 12 tribes. Amen. So that was the last thing. So he said, in their name will Israel, will Christians be blessed. Amen. If that's the case, because that's why it matters to us. And he went on to say, not only will we be blessed in their name, but he has put in what? Manasseh ahead of what? Ephraim. Ephraim. So we have to find out what is the meaning of their names, isn't it? Yeah. Because he said, in that name, you will bless. Mm-hmm. And he said, this is how you, t- you should bless them. Instead, how we are to bless Christians there and say you say that in their name this and what this amen so what is the meaning of their name we we must find out what what the meaning of these names are amen so let's open our bible again and look at genesis 41 verse 51 genesis 41 verse 51 we want to find out the meaning of manessa and ephraim name because jacob said in their name we be blessed saying by, by Israel will be blessed, saying, may God make you, read the 20. No, no, please forgive me. Let's, let's look at the Genesis 28 again. Amen. So I 48 again and read the 20. Because I want you to understand that we are to be blessed in the name of Ephraim and Manasseh. That is why it is important for us to understand the name so that we can get the message God wants to give to us. Amen. It is the understanding that brings the enlightenment, that brings the power. Some people call the understanding the revelation. Meaning the thing is there all along, but you just got it. Amen. Please read it for look at the 20. Um, Genesis 48, 20. Mm-hmm. He blessed them that day and said, In your name will Israel pronounce this blessing. Mm-hmm. May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. So he put Ephraim ahead of Manasseh. So he, said, he blessed Ephraim and Manasseh that day and said, In your name will what? Israel will be blessed. And may Israel say, may pastor say to that, May God make you as Ephraim and Manasseh. Amen. So... If I say, may God make you Ephraim and Manasseh, how can you really receive it? To really receive it for it to work, you must understand what it means for God to make you what? what? Ephraim and Manasseh. So it is the 20. Why this is important to us? Do you understand? Amen. And he said, he said Ephraim before what? Manasseh. So now we have to find out what it means, what the name of what Ephraim means and what the name of what Manasseh means. When we get the meaning, then we must understand what it means to set what ahead of other. So now let's go to the Genesis again. Amen. And let's read the 41. Amen. Verse 51. Mm-hmm. Genesis chapter 41, verse 51. Mm-hmm. And Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. Manasseh mm-hmm. For God sa- said he hath made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. Amen. Con- continue. And the name of the second called, he called Ephraim. For God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. And it, okay, fin- is that it? So the Bible gave us the meaning this word two names so the bible said the name manasseh means that god has made me what forgotten what my trouble my thought my suffering my yeah. affliction and the bible said the meaning of the name 
Ephraim means that the Lord has made me what? Fruitful in the land of my affliction. Amen. So Jacob, Joseph, who is a man of God, knowing man, knowing God, said, first of all, if you are having any form of affliction, God will deliver you from the affliction, from the consequences. Amen. Then after, he will bless you. So till you get deliverance, the blessing will not come. And now Jacob, Amen. for the last covenant came, and he said, no, things have changed. From now, no more God delivering you first from your affliction before blessing. But now God will bless you first, can bless you first before he even deliver you from your affliction. And he said he has made that one, set it ahead. That's why he loved Joseph. And said, I know what I'm doing. So I know. So what is God telling us? He is able to bless you in the midst of your challenges. Yes, amen. Yes, he's able to give you. You can get that job. You think you need paper before you get that job. You can get that job before you get paper. Yes, you can get the mortgage before you get the, the, the income you think you need for the mortgage. That's what God is saying to you. Amen. So there is not another, there is the other, other way, not another, other way. Is the blessing can come before the deliverance. The promotion can come before the process. That's why sometimes from nowhere God gives you a spiritual gift. Wow. Before the process, before the training. It's not always that you have to go through the pain before. Wow. And he said, in this name, in this way, must Israel be what? Blessed. And he said, may God make you like what? Manasseh and what? Ephraim. So he may, may God bless you even before he deliver you. The situation doesn't need to go before the blessing comes. Yes, Lord. Amen. If you will believe it. Amen. If you will believe it. If you believe it. Amen. He said, I know. I know. Wow. I know. Yes. I know. Amen. I know. And Joseph didn't get it. He was telling him, listen, God himself came to me. <laughs> you, he gave you a dream. Me, he came to me. <laughs> so in other words, I know what I'm coming to do. Wow. So that's the message today. I don't know your situation, I don't know your circumstance, but don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Don't tell yourself you have to go through this process and do this thing before you get this. God can give you this without the process. I'm not talking about physical process. Because if you don't bath, you will smell. You, you, you understand? But God can still give you a husband without you wearing a Gucci heel. Without you wearing an artificial wig. That's what I'm trying to say. If you think that is what brings husbands. I mean, if you think that is what brings husbands. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it. Many Christians doubt God. 
many Christians, we think that we must suffer, we must pay a price before God will bless us. Yes, there are prices to pay based on what you want to achieve, but you don't need to pay a price for God to bless you. It's not in God's interest that you suffer. There is another way. Whereas that in the midst of your affliction, God can bless you. God can bless you. And he preferred that one. That's why I said he set that one ahead. He preferred that one. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. And may he cause his face to shine upon you. Today my message is open up to God. Don't limit God. Don't say God cannot do it like that. Don't make excuses for yourself. Yes. Yes. He is God. He is God. He is God. If you don't believe it, watch what he did with Joseph. Watch what he did for Joseph. You see, so Joseph limit himself. But let's look back to the life of Joseph. Was it true? Was it true that God delivered him first for a blessing? Not really true. Because right from the prison, he became the next person to Pharaoh. Straight up. He was given the high priest of Pharaoh's daughter. <laughs> right from prison. <laughs> yeah. Imagine today, right from prison, you are given the the archbishop of the country, daughter to marry, right from prison. You are also a foreigner. <laughs> what, what blessing is more than that? You are make second in command. Wow. Did he go into process? Just said the dream, said the dream. Pharaoh said, who is better than you would do the job? That was it. So even he was still talking by his understanding. Because truly he was blessed in the midst of his affliction. Please, do you understand? So I'm telling you, you don't need to get your paper before that job. Go for that job. Don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. God is able to bless you in the lack of your affliction, in your lack, in your limitation. Because that is even when he, he is God. If you can get it, it's good, but then it's not God. You know a lot of things it's not God. He likes when it's in our power. But if it's not possible when he does, then it shows that he is God. So even your partner doesn't need to become something before you can have peace. You can have peace in your marriage now. Wow. All I'm trying to say is that there is another way. There is other way. And that way God prefers. And that way is that in the midst of your affliction, God will still bless you can still bless you. He preferred to bless you. He can anoint you before he deliver you from demons. Wow. And this is what confused many people. Yeah. They think the anointing or the gift yeah. means that God, yeah. like they qualify. It's not necessary. Yeah. 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 It doesn't necessarily call you before because you can qualify. But he can qualify you and call you. <laughs> Amen. I don't know what is in your mind. I don't know what you are struggling with. I don't know what you think is impossible. But I'm here to tell you that there is the other way whereby God can bless you now. In, in that situation, you don't need to wait. I'm not saying don't be practical. But with that job, you can get a mortgage. Yeah, you can get a mortgage. With that finances, it's enough. You can go through. With that ministry, you'd be surprised. 
If you follow it, what God will make out of it? I want you to lift up your voice and just begin to pray to God. Just begin to pray to Him uh, regarding this sermon, what it means to you, what you have heard. Just begin to pray to Him now. Just begin to pray to Him now. Mama 